Okay. Okay. You wake up. You wake up. It's it's two p.m. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, you are in the you are in the foliage, the bushes. Yeah. Naked in the middle of the mall. What's your next move? Okay. Okay. So your, your car is on the other side of the mall. Here's the thing. Next move. Gotta wake up, analyze what I'm dealing with, what's going on. Why am I naked? What mall I'm in? Why is there plants in the mall? It could be inside mall, it could be outside mall, mall. or it's inside outside. Okay, okay. So there's plants in the food court. This is what I'm doing. Okay. I am army rolling out of the bushes over to Panda Express. Why (laughs) Panda Express, you ask? Because they have the big red trays where you just kind of go down the assembly line. I take one of the trays. I put it behind my booty, not in front of my wiener because I need that proportion for my wiener to helicopter away. (laughs) And that helicopter off to the other side of the mall. I stop by Hot Topic just to look at the new Gojo pop figures. Then I leave and then I make it back to my car. For sure. That's, that's That's good. That's good. And welcome back to the Snack Ram Podcast. This is episode 19, I think. It's an episode, all right. It's an episode, all right. Oh. I'm your host, Ryan Hernia, a.k.a. Never Lose Heart, a.k.a. Kona Hot Cafe. And I'm your co-host, Brady Brady Cardio. You can call me a lot of things. Just don't call me a diet cherry Coke because I have higher standards than being a cherry Coke. Sorry about that, Ryan. I, I mean, I honestly... You're a monster. Like, I, you, You're a monster for drinking Un- cherry Coke. Unprovoked, you've attacked me three times for this. Here's the thing. If you want to add flavor into your soda, go for it. But not our preset flavors into a soda. Like if you're going to take your own Tarani and you maybe dab some syrup in your fla- in your coffee flavors, totally okay. But they preset chemicals already in your Coke, that's just Coke coming at you, man. Co- you're you're government dog for Coca-Cola. I'm, I do. I am. I am. My body is like a breeding ground for new like diseases. For new diseases. New new STDs. Oh new STDs. Yeah. What would be a really cool new disease? Uh, will be a really cool new STD. Yeah. Okay. So after you get done doing it, mm-hmm. um, it'd be it'd be really cool for your dick to glow in the dark. I don't think that would be like a what they call it a disorder or infection or whatever because it's not stds anymore because they used to call oh, it oh yeah they call it something else yeah it's like sti it's a infection i think right because because it's not just kind of implies that it can't be cured yeah i think so or something like and that And we can cure almost all of them now good thing we're both doctorate doctorates and we both have our degrees and stuff like that so i think we're really um eligible to talk yeah, about we, this type we of came stuff from the school of hard knocks we grew up in the harsh streets of surprise mm-hmm. i mean hard knock life yeah surprise i don't give a fuck anymore. my my chain hang low mm-hmm. it wobbles to the floor mm-hmm. it shines in the light yeah and it wiggles and it glows do you also wake up with a ball of jack because i'm heading to the streets and, and when you I go to the streets you're not heading, coming back you're not coming back. i'm not coming yeah what a um, great intro. Dude, honestly, <laughs> dude, the surprise growing up like was so hard. Honestly, mm-hmm. you you had a lot of things going on. Yeah, dirt. A lot of dirt. You sometimes it gets in your eye. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes like you're like, ah, oh, I need to get to point A to point B, but like there's a lot of dirt to go through and I don't want to mess up my new J's. Because <laughs> back back in the day everybody wore J's. <laughs> Osiris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> J's. What was your uh school shoes of your choice? My brain autofill to you saying, what was your school shooting you, <laughs> you lived through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's your appropriate gun you like to bring to a school shooting? Well, I, I prefer my Glock. <laughs> um, guys, today we're doing things a little bit differently. Obviously, we've been talking shit for a little bit now. Mm-hmm. But. I always talk shit. I'm going to be talking shit until I go down to the grave. We're kind of, we're kind of uh, going to be just 
having a general podcast these days mm-hmm. now that we really need to announce yeah, it yeah we're going to deter away from our podcast to do a podcast we decided to not do a podcast anymore and instead, instead we're going to do a podcast we're do a podcast hell <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, i heard you tell someone the other day that we can't up- update our spotify due to like some sort of claim issue mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's not true yeah we can do it any, at any time yeah okay <laughs> I don't know how. Do you know how? <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can figure it out. Yeah, probably. Um, probably two clicks away. Get bro. What? I have some sick news articles to show you today. You have some sick news articles? Yeah. Well, you better get um, those um, pills ready. <sighs> Man, I'm so good. Yeah, at, you're on it today. I'm so good at this job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no wonder I got that pay raise. <laughs> they gave you a raise? No, I actually got a pay cut. An, there used to be an old guy at my, at my old job where I worked at Sprouts. I'd be like, hey, Dale. Another day, another dollar. And he'd be like, oh, they gave you a raise? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So the Meg 2. The Meg, a big old fucking shark. Yeah, not Megan the doll. Yeah, not Megan the doll. Debuts. Meg 2 the movie. uh, The Trench. It's called Make to the Trench. Okay. Debuts with a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, that's Ooh. out of 16%? Out of 100. Oh. I don't think that's that did good. You see, did you see Make 1? I did not see Make 1. Despite despite it overwhelmingly shitty review, it actually mm-hmm. racked in quite a bit. Um, it brought in $30 million in its first weekends. Uh, domestically. Oh, domestically. Okay. $30 million is actually not that good. If you compare it to like nowadays... Well, yeah, we 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 only talk about like high brown movies. Yeah, I, I guess, I guess, but yeah, no, but six, that sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, ah, that's not that's not good, man. Do you like fun bad movies? Like they're so shitty, they're good. Yeah, it has to. It really just depends because like you have to find that movie where like the creators kind of know it's gonna be bad and they're totally fine like making it like a fun bad movie but the, there's sometimes where like the directors and the creators are like this movie's still good like they're so passionate about their own project they can't realize all the flow all the flaws in it so like in their head they're thinking it's so mm-hmm. good so the movie is like taking itself a little too serious there was a there's a five nights at freddy's um like like ripoff movie mm-hmm. uh it was called i forgot what it was called but nicholas cage is in yeah it. yeah i remember seeing the trailers yeah, for i it. saw it yeah. And that was a movie that felt like it was they knew it was bad stupid. They they just knew it was bad so yeah. they're like because that's fun. I think when once when you're in a situation as a director and part of that team when you know it's like okay, this is going to be a bad stupid movie, then you can kind of just go wherever any yeah, direction like you want. actors. Yeah, any direction you want, you're like, yeah, let's just have fun with it. But like if you don't have that, you're like, okay, we have to stick by the book. We have to make sure this is a good movie. Mm. Like I think it's a great movie and stuff, so. Do you plan to see it? Uh the Meg no. Probably no. okay. Well, you told me to say no, so I'm gonna say no. I might see it. Do you think those type of movies are still trying to wi- ride the wave? Funny wave because the ocean. They're still trying to ride the wave of Jaws. Because remember when Jaws back in the day, before we were even around, more like kaiju type of stuff. You think big, kaiju? Big monster. Ah, uh, uh, like, it's a big freaking shark. Like Pacific Rim. Yeah, that, that was a good specific one. Specific room. That's a good one, bro. Good I'm, one. I'm gonna find that specific room if you know what I'm talking about. I don't get it. All right, so. Some big news, big updates. As of just seven hours ago, mm-hmm. think about that. Seven hours ago, where, where were you seven hours where ago? Where I was asleep. Holy shit! Yeah, I was you slept in today. Yeah. Um, as of seven hours ago, mm-hmm. 
the Barbie movie surpasses one billion at the box office. Ooh. It is now second. It is now second most highest grossing movie of this year, right behind Super Mario Bros. It's wow. it, it beat out. It beat off Guardians of the Galaxy three in a beached single. Off. It beached it off. It beached off. I'm beach. I'm beach him. So I'm beach. Boom and beach you both <laughs> off. Uh, it, it beached um, Guardians three mm-hmm. one weekend. It took it took Guardians. Almost three and a half months to get to. You know what's uh, crazy? It's crazy because like Guardians was that like comeback movie for kind of Marvel. They were like because all the all the newer Marvel stuff is like yeah okay hit or miss whatever. Then Guardians three came out and everybody's like everybody was like we have to see this we have to see this and it was a really great movie, mm-hmm. but it still like got beat out by Barbie. Right. Um, I think Barbie is a bit of an anomaly. Mm-hmm. It just it was just done super well and I kind of feel bad for uh, Greta gerwig a little bit just because like whatever her next work is they're only gonna be comparing it to barbie yeah but i mean yes it's gonna be challenging for her but i don't think it's not gonna it's not like it can't be done you know what i'm saying like she could totally top herself and maybe she could make something even bigger than like what barbie was like that's a big maybe i mean how many actors or directors can say with all confidence that like you know their best work or their first work or like you know, one one of their first works w- was not their best work. I don't know. So no, no, I feel that. I well, what you're trying to say is like it's hard to top one of your works when it is like this, like golden a grail. Of yeah, it's like a pinnacle, your golden grail and stuff. And I can't think of any like movies off the top of my head, but like I think it's it's doable. But I I do think it's really cool for like her being the first. Mm-hmm. female director to hit a bill and like that, that solo movie, director too. solo female director to hit mm-hmm. a bill and like that's such a cool thing to think about because even like just the movie in general what like what the movie's just kind of about it's kind of about that patriarchy james gunn has a higher chance because um he keeps getting mm-hmm. pro- well-known properties to work with so yeah. like it's like it's let's say batman for example mm-hmm. just say batman for example if you make a shitty batman movie you can still guarantee It'll probably turn a profit just because it's Batman. Yeah, He's yeah. Badass. It's the names. And it, yeah, it's, it's a huge name. Yeah, I actually, I actually uh, saw something about that recently about like all these movies, like they're doing great because they're just pre property named like icons, you know, like Barbie, Batman, Mario. Like, where's the original ideas? Like, I don't know if I agree with it because I, I enjoy these like pre property named like ideas, but like it would be cool to Ninja see. Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah, Ninja yeah. Turtles or even like creed that goes off of the rocky franchise like and creed one and two yeah and like it's like where's the original ideas at like i guess oppenheimer oppenheimer is technically like i, I think pretty that's, pretty left field yeah maybe the thing i saw was talking about oppenheimer because how cool it was that like it is kind of like original but to kind of think about it, it's based off of like a true story kind of so that's still yeah, even definitely taken, a true story but i think like that's kind of a hard middle ground to find because like you're gonna take inspiration from anything in life whenever <laughs> you make a movie Speaking of Oppenheimer, um, as of one day ago, it reached five hundred million. So, so it's it's half. it's half of what the Barbie movies are doing, but it definitely more than made its money back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, five hundred million, also nothing to scoff at. You know what I mean? That's still a very high success. Definitely not, you know, an anomaly like home run like the Barbie movie. But you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, and, and you pointed it out while you're mm-hmm. while while we were offset. You said that, you know, it's just. PG PG tickets, man. You can you can sell mm-hmm. a lot more PG tickets than you can an R ticket. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, and that's just how it goes. It's like you could kind of like why the Mario movie did well. Not only because it was a pre-standard, pre-franchise name already under their belt, but it was also a PG or just a G movie. Um, so everybody just like went to go see it because they could. You could take your family and kids to go see it. And like I, the showing I was at, there was like 20 kids in the Mario movie. Kind of the same with like any other movie. Is like if it's a movie you could bring your whole family to, mm-hmm. that's – Right there, going to sell more tickets. Mm-hmm. And also, going off of that, like, surprise, surprise, we saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. Mutant Mayhem today, and we're going to go into it more in our snack bite, but Mm-mm. that was solid. And, and, and if you don't get to watch our snack bite, I give it an 8 out of 10. I really enjoyed it a lot. I felt like it, it was strongest mm-hmm. with the actual core cast of the, the Ninja Turtles, Michelangelo, Leonardo, and so on. Those kids really brought it to life. No, yeah, they're great. Yeah, and yeah, they were legitimately like twelve to like fourteen years old too. Yeah, definitely the guy who played Leonardo. He's the voice actor of Gumball. Isn't that like super Is cool? There, I wish you had yeah. told me that beforehand. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah. I thought I thought you knew. Yeah, he's the first or second? No, he's the first because Gumball in the Amazing World Gumball has two voice actors because obviously the kid grew up. But yeah, he's the first or second voice actor, and that, yeah, he plays Gumball too. So I think that's really cool. Um, just kind of, and you guys could watch your snack bite too. It should be up or it's going to be up on Thursday. Yeah, um, Thursday. I, I thought it was good. It's definitely not my favorite uh, iteration of the Ninja Turtles, but I also don't think it's a terrible movie. It takes a lot of liberties and like the a lot cr- of liberties. Uh, there's a lot of creative direction into it, but like I still liked it. It was still really cool. Right. It's just like with any kind of massive property, property, it gets reimagined every few years. Mm-hmm. Like Batman and like what else gets reimagined every few years? I mean, Batman, Spider-Man every couple of years. I, I feel like all the superheroes get reimagined. Um, yeah, it's mainly just superheroes, I think. Superheroes are those big names, kind of like Power Rangers to um, Transformers to oh, a I point. Mean, I guess Slow Mermaid too. Yeah, right. look, everything gets reimagined. You always have to like retell a story for a new generation of audiences. Exactly. Ninja and Ninja Turtles gets and done that's, a lot. And that's that's why I think yeah, Ninja Turtles does get done a lot. But that's why I think like I think this one is a hit, definitely for the younger generations. Because when you watch these kids, you're like, holy shit, these are kids from like this like generation of kids growing up. They're doing their acting the same. They like, there's no like separation between like how this current generation of kids act compared to like these mm-hmm. like ninja troll kids mm-hmm. um and, and that and that shouldn't like steer you away from watching this movie mm-hmm. it's there's a plenty there for adults as well um a good amount of nostalgia um as well uh a lot of great voice actors try to try to capture and try to like grab like mm-hmm. see which ones you can notice and stuff like that so yeah, very it's, very it's good fun. yeah definitely if you're like a big hollywood person you're like oh my gosh there's so many different like voice actors and actors in this mm-hmm. movie like that's just fun to watch too honestly i'd watch it again i really yeah. would I would, I would Chris Pratt him. was in it. I didn't even know. Yeah. Well, he was a cardboard cutout, but he was in it. <laughs> yeah, he was a cardboard cutout That's in the background, but record. technically he was still in it. Um, Let's see here. Give me a good one. Give me a good one, Papa. Let's talk a little bit of anime. Just, just I like anime. Minute. I don't mind anime. So, let's Is there anything going on in anime? How about you? It's kind of dry you're right gonna, now. No, it's not. I promise. <laughs> I promise it was not. Um, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take the reins on this one a little bit. Uh, this article reads: One Piece, One Piece Gear Five fails to surpass Ultra Instinct hype mm-hmm. by a great margin. Dragon Ball fans, um, Dragon Ball fans celebrates. And that that last part's a little bit like whatever. It, it's weird. it's so funny just to like go off of this is like it's so funny because people are like Dragon Ball fans are like. 
I didn't break the internet like I was dancing. I didn't break the internet like I was dancing. I saw the meme. Uh, it was like a meme of like a Dragon Ball fan like saying that behind like a One Piece fan. And One Piece fan was like, okay. I, I wasn't, I didn't care if it did or it didn't. Like yeah. Dragon Ball fans want Others. One Piece fans to feel upset that it didn't. But like One Piece fans don't care because like they kind of understand like, okay, that's, that's okay. We still enjoyed it. Like I'm not like whatever. Plus, there's still more to come. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they can be warming up still. Yeah. I did have one gripe with that. Um, it felt like there was one or there's like eight or so too many uh, silly sound effects. And then two, um, it, it kind of went really fast. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it would have benefited for, for breathing and slowing down the, the action a little bit. I think I think it would have benefited a lot. Um not to say it wasn't good. I, th- I still thought it was good. I, I did. I think uh, so. When they introduced Gear Five, I think for at least a little bit, they kind of wanted to put us in like Kaido's perspective, because like currently in the fight, Kaido's getting like millie rocked by like this goofy, cartoony like pirate guy, and like that's kind of like the speed. What Kaido's experience is like so much randomness going on all at once. It's so crazy. But I also think like that's what Kaido's kind of experiencing, and that's also expressing like. Luffy's like freedomness in it because like in Gear Fifth, Gear Fifth is supposed to be like a representation of like what it means to be truly free. So like he's not really a, a blind. Uh, he's not really following like the laws of physics. He's not following the laws of anime. Like he's breaking like he's bouncing the ground. He's bouncing stuff. on the wall. He's not doing like anime stuff. He's doing cartoon stuff because mm-hmm. like he's the freest person in the world. So I Do think there's think, pros and cons. And I thought his power was that he can like create anything from his imagination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's unlimited imagination. So couldn't he like not be silly? What if the power befell on someone like Zoro? Like what kind of like abilities would that waken? Yeah. So I I mean we've only seen it with Luffy and Luffy's like a carefree. He wants to be like a cartoon. Basically. Yeah. Because uh, Luffy's like goal is like we we know his like main dream is to be king of the pirates, but he also has a secret goal what no one knows yet, and we think that goal has to align with making everybody smile or be happy that's what some people are theorizing and so i think basic but i like it it's a little basic but like uh that's one of his secret goals that we're assuming what it is and like i could see that maybe like he's representing like what his goal is with Mm -hmm. gear five interesting because i was thinking like okay so if his power is more like animation or uh imagination based couldn't he be like not a cartoon and like something something just as cool i mean i don't know I don't know. Yeah. He could have been like a Marvel character, like drawn as a Marvel character. Yeah. But I mean, and like, we're just like seeing the the bare minimum of like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Tip of the iceberg of like what Gear 5 is even at the moment. There's still like a lot more to come. And like, we only seen like four minutes, five minutes of Gear 5. So there's definitely a lot more to go about it. <sighs> Excuse me. Okay. So I have another one for you. Okay. This one's pretty different from what we normally talk about. But if you have anything to say about it, let's talk about it. Yeah, I probably have a lot. I like to say a lot of things. Donald Trump will likely take a mugshot if he is indicted in Georgia. According to the Fulton County Police, Pat Labatt, the former president is expected to face a fourth indictment for alleged criminal efforts to overturn the 2020 elections. Results in the state. Um, let's see. And, he, and then the officer uh, has a quote here. Unless somebody tells me differently, we are following our normal practices. And so it doesn't matter your status. He told reporters. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, so yeah. that's interesting. You know us. We know everything about politics. Right. It's, a little, it's a little different, yeah, like yeah. I said. Yeah, we're, we're big politic guys. But, um, I mean, I guess, like, I, I think, like, the stats thing is kind of a really cool one to go off of is, like, sometimes people use their status. It was like, you can't do that to me, my my dad, or I'm this mm-hmm. or that. And, like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like what happened with the Amber Hurt thing is, like, she was like, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm Amber Hurt. I've been in all these movies and stuff like that. I couldn't name what movie she was in. Yeah, uh, Aquaman. But uh, red hair girl, mm-hmm. I figure her name. I like the wife. Yeah, whatever. Her girlfriend. Dude, love all of DC, a lot of DC's like characters are either like facing criminal charges or like mm-hmm. <laughs> like Donald Trump. Yeah, like Donald Trump. But yeah, th- that that's the thing is I don't know too much about the situation, but like as long as like he doesn't get any leeway with it, like. Did you uh, vote for him? No, I didn't vote for uh-huh. him. <laughs> Not one bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I just don't know a lot about politics, but. Um, yeah, that's the thing is, like, if he is rightfully uh, charged, then that's cool. But he shouldn't be like, ah, I'm Donald Trump. I have all this money. You guys can't right, do this to me. Like, he thinks he's untouchable. Yeah, for sure. And, like, definitely, like, with all the evidence what came out, I was like, okay, sometimes you just got to bite the bullet. And that's not even talking about all, like, his tax evasion type I stuff, wonder, too. I wonder what would happen if he just says, because there there is, like, very stern evidence. I wonder what would happen if he just says, all right. My bad. I'll do. Uh, my bad. Yeah, my bad. Um, and then like if he just takes it like head on, yeah. they'll probably be like, okay, well he's taking ownership of this. He's not trying to fight back or whatever. So like, let's lessen his like. No one has more criminal charges than me. I uh, billions and yeah. billions. China. I have the most criminal charges and the least, most least indictments. He's holding that record. He always likes to be number one, so at least he's yeah, that yeah, he's number one in indictments and and, and criminal charges and and most arrests per uh, former president. He's killing it. He's killing it for sure. No, yeah, he's up there, right, right. next to uh, George Washington. Dude, you're you're gonna hate this one. Oh. Actually, you're gonna love it. I love hating and loving stuff. You do this one. This one. This one's gonna have an emotional. Okay. Uh, influencers Andrew and Tristan Tate have been released from house arrest after winning an appeal on Friday. Oh, that's stupid. How? I thought you were a, you were a Cobra Tate guy. However, <sighs> they are not permitted to leave Romania ahead of their trial for charges of human trafficking and rape. Yeah, they're fucking idiots. Talk like you're a you're a Tate supporter. Talk like I'm a Tate supporter. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll talk back. Uh, um. So you want me to defend him? So it's all about the Matrix, man. You have to escape the Matrix. Otherwise, your manlyhood will never blossom. You will always be a red pill bitch. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't even know what they sound like. Oh. Uh, I don't really keep up. I, all I know is they're just like the rapists and they're terrible people and they're misogynistic. Well, they talk about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, women are only good for a couple things in life. And besides that, we need a... Get them out of here. You know me. I'm a misogynistic. So <laughs> I'm, I'm really good Why at Why do women have tits? So you have something to look at when you're talking to them. Oh, that's a good one. You yeah. kind of sound misogynistic. Thank you. I'm good at that. You huh? could totally. I, you really blend in. Like if you came out yesterday and you say, hey, I'm misogynistic, I would be like, good for you. Would I, would I come out, which is more likely, I come out as homophobic or misogynistic? 
Oof. Which one is more? Like, I'm not either. But which one is more realistic? See, you, you light the you write the line of both pretty often. <laughs> like you're, no, you're like don't. you're right there. Like because there's some days I'm like, damn. He's... I mean, why do women need a license? I... There's no row between the dishwasher and the fridge. How do you know all these jokes? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, probably misogynistic. I would say. Really? You, you oh, make cool. a lot more friendlier gay jokes than you do like. You you make a lot of like demeaning girl jokes. Look at my shirt. I wore I wore a satchel today. Yeah, no, it still doesn't mean you don't make like demeaning girl jokes. So I always probably say misogynistic. You're not. You said I lie right the line for both. You do. You do write <laughs> the line for both. <coughs> don't <I'll> fuck you. <laughs> All right. This one's hand picked for Brady. Oh, mm. I like Brady. He's get, a he's yeah. a cool guy. He's a good dude. I like him. Yeah, he's a little full of himself, but he's a good guy. Um, to thank her Eras Tour crew, Taylor Swift has reportedly paid out a total of fifty-five million dollars in bonuses. Isn't that crazy? Truck drivers who worked on the tour each received an extra one hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars for their work. One hundred thousand is so fucking much. It's crazy that like she's doing that. Meanwhile, Lizzo is out there sexually assaulting her crew members. So I'm like, kind of wild. I'm like, it's like you definitely see like who's the superior like music artist. Like Taylor Swift is out here doing amazing things. Well, sometimes you gotta separate the art from the artist. Like we love Lizzo's music. We do. We respect Lizzo's music. We do. We listened to it once. Mm-hmm. We did. <laughs> I think at the gym they play it. They play that one Lizzo song where she thinks she's a superhero. She's kind of full of herself. Yeah. No, I don't know. Like before, I had no thoughts on Lizzo, and then now she came out of saying like she's doing like all these bad things to her crew members and stuff, and like she's making herself look absolutely terrible. So speaking I'm like, of which, I actually have a. Oh really? I actually have one. On oh, Lizzo. let's read it. Let's yeah, read let's it. read it real quick. Do you want to read this one? No, I'm good. My dyslexia will make this whole experience terrible for everybody. (laughs) So you can be dyslexic and I can be... uh, Misogynistic. uh, misogynistic. Okay, cool. I'll take dyslexia over that (laughs) every day. Best podcast. (laughs) Best podcast. Um, As of August 1st, three of Lizzo's former dancers have filed a lawsuit accusing the singer of sexual harassment, weight shaming, and creating a hostile work environment. And it goes on to read... um, uh, former dancers have filed legal complaints alleging that they face sexual, religious, and racial harassment and disability discrimination yeah, while so. working for the singer. Holy shit. Yeah, no, she's terrible. She's a terrible person. I heard some horrible things. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I heard that they were like in Amsterdam and then the strippers would shoot out like dildos from their from their from the hoo-hahs and, to, and the dancers had to try to grab the dildos that they were like shoot them out. Like they're so like they're queefing out the dildos and and Lizzo's dancers were like forced to try to grab them as they're like shooting out. It's so crazy. Like, and it just like it really shows the difference between like good artists and bad artists, and like it's just sad. And you know what's another and thing? the power of the vagina because like that's a powerful. Sh- it's funny how I analyze it and how you analyze it. <laughs> how you anal- analyze it? Dude, you're crazy. You're right there with me. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just sad. It's just sad that it you is. see people kind of going along with the Donald Trump thing. Like, you see people in power, like, thinking, like, they're, like, on a different level. And, like, at the end of the day, you're human. And wasn't she all about, like, women empowerment and, like, body positivity like, not that long ago? Isn't that crazy? So it's kind of like she's just saying and doing stuff just to, like, 
be the hit artist because she thinks a certain way when like mm. she's not it, it, you have to act a lot more than what you just say and there's a tiny bit more that's worth reading mm-hmm. um, the lawsuit states that while Lizzo's tour was in Amsterdam she per- she pressured she pressured she p- power washed she pressured members of her dance team to touch sex workers and eat bananas from the vagina Lizzo is also accused of bringing attention to a dancer's weight gain here's the thing some of that stuff is just so out there and out of pocket. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's but, no way this is not, real. Yeah, but we're not kink shaming. If 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 bananas from strippers pussies is your thing. Yeah, I get. I guess. Yeah, but like Lizzo shouldn't like when she was forcing, forcing them. Forcing them. See, some of that stuff. I'm like, is this real? Is this like? Is this just like but a like, media poll? It also like the her Lizzo's managers stated that. Um, she they cannot talk ill about Lizzo. They cannot talk ill about Lizzo, but Damn. they did commend those dancers for stepping up and saying something. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of confirming. It's kind of like uh the what's it called the thing what the Rock has implemented where like he can't lose a fight in Hollywood, and so it's like Lizzo implemented a contract where like no one's allowed to talk ill that's about so me. So stupid, dude. It's that so yeah. So, it's just so sad that and is like so it, the Rock I, thing is so dumb. <laughs> it is it is scary because like um. You just see the pro, or not the pros and cons, but it's just like the bad nature of all these celebrities, and like it's 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 making like the good celebrities look like bad, and like mm-hmm. they're like, oh, if this celebrity's doing it, like what other celebrities are like acting? If you like were this? a massive influencer slash like performer, what would your weird what would your weird secret cancel like thing be? What do you mean by that? Like if you were like, uh, let's say you're a massive like huge rapper, right? And you had your backup performers and your crew and everything. Um, what would be the one thing that they would cancel you for? Oh, uh, one thing. Um, probably tax evasion. They're like, oh, this guy doesn't pay his taxes. I'm like, why would I? I'm rich. Haha, it's my money. Okay, so we have another Donald Trump on our hands. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'd be like, I don't know how to do taxes. That's what I would say. What would be your cancellation? Um, not not let's say you're kind of a famous artist blah 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 I'm not talking about your current cancellations in the world oh, right now up. I'm talking about like if you were like at that level um, okay maybe that I don't pay child support or I don't tip mm. one of those two. Oh, can you get canceled for not tipping because at the end of the day it's optional right what if you what if you found out after all the good things mm-hmm. all of the good things you've heard Taylor Swift doesn't leave a single dime for the waiters and waitresses that, that serve her. And then she comes out of the video like she's like, why would I tip someone for something I can do myself? I don't tip anyone if I can bring my own food out. I, I think I would I would like view her in a different light. Because I actually brought this up to a lot of Swifties because Swifties are like diehard. I brought them up like, if something came out about Taylor Swift, would you turn on her? Like, you know, like people do every That's other. That's a good question. That's a good question. Because like Swifties, man, are... Diehards, diehards. Like, they changed the price of eggs, mm-hmm. like because Taylor Swift told them to like change the price of eggs, and the next day, like price of eggs dropped. And I was like, T- Swifties are something else. There was active uh, earthquake radiation like scales from one of her concerts. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Two point six. Yeah, it was something like that. And so, like Swifties were diehard, man. But they- who do you think would win a fight? Every BTS fan. Every BTS fan. And they're called a BTS army for a reason. Or every Swift fan. <sighs> Here's the thing. I think BTS is more global. 
I don't know how gullible Taylor Swift is. My That's wife true. would probably have good answers for that. But uh, I think BTS is a lot more global because they have all of basically Asia and then they have the US and then probably other continents and countries. Dude, and Brazil stuff. loves BTS. Yeah, too. so I'm thinking BTS might just, even though they're not. I'm. I think they're huge here, but they're not in my common like realm of like media. Sure. Do you know there's more PTS fans than you might think? Like I, I think I, there I knew, is. I knew some friends back in my back back when, back when I worked at Dutch Bros, and I thought they're like you know fairly normal. Mm-hmm. They love BTS. Yeah. 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 I, I well, BTS is just like it's a boy band, a Korean boy band, right? Is that and BTS? they're pretty. And they're pretty. So it's a Korean boy band. We're pretty. Like, that's going to attract a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would probably, I think BTS is just globally. Like, I personally don't know how big they are, mm-hmm. but they just seem they're more globally big. Did you know that? I mean, of course you knew, but like, also if you think about it, like, the, the just China alone mm-hmm. is way bigger than the US. Yeah. Like, we, we, we are sizable. But there are countries in the Asian continent that are just as big or bigger. Yeah, just like it's just bigger land. Like I don't if, think if everyone in China jumped at once, like they can freaking sink that continent. Well, if you also think it's older too, it's like one of the oldest continents out there. Right, China was discovered for a long time before America was. That's right. Actually, we we probably maybe you do, but me personally, I don't know that much about like world history when it comes to like Asia and stuff like that. All the Europe countries. Well, I know the Europe countries like Rome and stuff. We all learned about Rome. I know that China and Japan don't like each other. They don't. I know that Vietnam. Um, Vietnamese people mm-hmm. are basically Chinese people, and I know that's a, I know that I know that's a crazy crazy thing to say. But when I was dating um, a Vietnamese woman, uh, she told me that Vietnam was broke off and like had their own like made their own country from from China, and mm-hmm. they didn't want to go back to being uh, a Chinese ruled country, and so that's why they are so close to Chinese culture and and pe- looking. And you stuff. know it's crazy, and I don't think Americans could do this. Um, when you go to a different country, you could literally ask, I don't know if this is entirely true, but I've, I've seen this firsthand. You could ask any citizen in that country, like, Hey, can you explain like the history behind this? And they could do it on the spot. I feel like in the U S if you go up and you're like, Hey, can you explain the history on this one thing? Mm -hmm. No one could explain it. Like the U S people, like people here in the U S just don't care or they're not getting taught properly. But like when i went to i went to naples italy and like our we took the like this cab and one of the like um locals were was mm-hmm. in the cab with us and he was explaining everything the driver to, not the driver oh, no because okay. he's he's supposed to know everything mm. it was just someone else i about to say because the driver might want to give you kind of like a tour yeah so you get that tip yeah and we did give him a tip but um no it's just like i feel like people in the u.s don't need, i see so many sad videos of people like they'll and like they I just don't know what's real or what's not. But they'll be like, who's your current president? And they're like, I don't know. Like, they just don't know. Or they're like, oh, what's the capital of the U.S.? It's Washington, D.C. And they're like, ah, I don't know. Kentucky? Texas? <laughs> yeah. Um, remember in John Mulaney's bit, he was like, when I was six years old, my, my siblings told me that Miss America killed my real mom and that I'm adopted. <laughs> and to top things off, I thought Miss America was a Statue of Liberty. And then... <laughs> he's like oh my god this goes right to the top <laughs> i'm never gonna get justice for my mom it's so funny i love john mulaney <laughs> so like that's he's one of the all he's one of the dumb americans who can't do just doesn't know shit well when you were six what the, his mom told him that when he was six no i know i, know. I didn't know stuff when i was six do you want to know where my dark humor kind of started from 
your parents oh yeah of course so so when i was like five years old mm-hmm. my dad he's like hey son come over here and he this is legit this is legit story he's mm-hmm. like come over here son and my dad was like son you know we used to have two dogs but when we had you we didn't have enough money to feed our other dog and it died so he guilt tripped you like you killed the dog I was five <laughs> yeah. Brady. i was five and I, I turned around i was like i was like i'm sorry and i started crying and i walked up the stairs so and funny. my dad laughed his ass off i would too <laughs> and that was the start of my toxic humor and and also well, like, imagine I, imagine when you're a dad and you get to do stuff like that yeah it's gonna be incredibly funny. yeah like as a kid you're like why would you do that as an adult you're like Fuck yeah. It's, it's sort of like Burt Crash's bit where it was like, when you're a kid and you hear that Stacy's mom pulled up to the to the to pick up her child and she was 25 minutes late and drunk and you're like, oh, how does that happen? Oh my, I'm never gonna be that person. And then you grow up and be like, and then you grow up and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I can see how that happens. Everybody said, yeah, uh, <laughs> one of John Mulaney's old uh, stand-ups who was like. We had three yelling kids in the car, all yelling McDonald's. Dad finally pulls into McDonald's. We're all chanting, McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. He orders single black coffee. He picks it up and drives <laughs> away. <laughs> like, I want to be that. I want to be that parent. I want to just like crush my kids. <laughs> I want to be, I want to absolutely crush my kids. so funny. Just their spirit and all. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's a couple things. I don't know. Do you have any, any more articles? Yeah, I was having fun. I'll just have fun talking. Yeah, let's just yeah. have fun. Um, we could talk a little bit about anime. Do you like anime? Mm, I do, yeah. No, do you indications. Yeah. Um, so, JJK man, I people are saying like a lot of the manga readers are saying like you guys think you're having fun now, but you buckle up, you better just stop, like literally stop. Like JJK manga readers are telling anime fans just to stop watching, like they're like you're gonna be heartbroken. Not not saying that's bad, but they're like stuff is about to go down. You're not gonna want to mm-hmm. see. So I'm like, oh, what's going down? So who's dying? Sure this is true. Might, might be spoilers. A spoiler. <laughs> um. It's the Shibuya war arc, basically. Shibuti. Shibuti war arc. Um, and Yuta comes in. Remember mm. Yuta? I he, like him. With his demon. I like His I like demon him. girlfriend. Yeah, she was cute. Um, After she died. She was cuter when, once when she died. <laughs> yeah. She was like, yeah, we're not really, yeah, we're not really into Anyway. Um, Speak for yourself. Uh, Nobara. Something happens to Nobara in um, the Shibuya war arc. Where like basically she's like blown up or something, no. and then she's out of the manga for like fifty chapters. It's just still she has she still she still hasn't been seen. And then does he like pop off because he's like no? I don't know. I I know that I he know kills that she, everybody. I know everybody that she dies. Takes a, she takes a big hit. Well, you know what happens, to Gojo, right? Yeah, yeah, he dies. Yeah. Well, the, the, well, he died. Spoiler for episode inventory number three and four. Um, that's the episode name, I think. Uh, Gojo dies, and then he comes back later. He's like, ah, surprise, bitch, I'm not dead. And then, like, he finally masters his, uh, infinity, whatever it's called. And then he's like, ah, I have blue, I have red, or whatever. Then he's like, it makes purple! Do you know what his blue and red does? Uh, what? So his ability is so hacked. Um, but also, it's it's incredibly, like, like, overpowered. But also, like, um, he talks, like, twice about, like, how infinity... Mm Mm-hmm. That's not worth anything anymore. Thank you so much, Brady Free. That's been there, actually. No, you just made it worse. No, it's been there. All right, whatever. I didn't even touch that. I touched it. I like that pop so much, too. Um, how about this? No, it's fine. Put it back how it was. Here, here. There you go. There you go. Stop. <laughs> okay. Go on. Uh, so, 
Gojo's ability is hard to explain. I think I think anyone's gonna have a hard time kind of explaining this his ability. Yeah, but I think I have a hard time. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it's horrible. He has ability. He has uh, the power of infinity, right? Mm-hmm. And infinity fucks with your brain so much that he's he has to constantly be healing it with like a small layer of energy. Oh yeah. So like he he's thinking in like infinite like possibilities all the time. So he has to be like constantly healing his brain. And blue, blue is the ability to. Um, create black holes or like like a like a like an aura that shoots out from stuff. Yeah. So like this would like break into like a thousand pieces. Mm-hmm. While red, red brings everything in and then oh. like consumes it. So when he combines them, it makes infinity. It makes, yeah, it makes it, purple. That it's more like a black hole. It's just like nothing exists within this yeah, hole. Yeah, because like something explodes, something something puts stuff to bear. So like it's like a loop. One's of, like a like, it's like it's like a push and pull. Like blue is pushing it out and and red's bringing it in. And then I think purple is just like destroying everything. Man, sometimes I was thinking about this because I new Baki season just came out, and I'm not I'm not caught up with the manga. Baki Hanma, Baki Baki the Grappler. So it's well, there's there's a couple different seasons. There's uh, Baki, then Baki the Grappler, then Baki Hanma, then there's Son of Org, Baki Hanma. Then there's just oh, Baki. ogre. Is or ogre? Org ogre, same thing. Yuji Hanma is that is that anyway. I'm getting distracted. But, like, you got to think, like, sometimes these writers for these mangas, they have to be so incredibly smart. Like, they have to be next-level smart because, like, some ways how they explain, like, certain moves, some scientific stuff. I'm like, these manga guys are so smart. Like, how do they even think about that? Like, I was watching Baki, and they were explaining some, like, legit, like, science stuff when they were talking. So this new season's about, like, uh, the dinosaurs and the primeral era and stuff like that. And, like... DNA and stuff. I'm like, how does this manga know so much about like that science? And it was like real science mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, that happens a lot. Kind of like when um, the JJK manga was probably coming up with uh, Infinite Purple or whatever, Purple mm-hmm. Push, Purple Daddy, Purple Rain. Um, like you got to know like some basic concepts of like these things to make like make this world. I think it's sort of like you find a concept exciting and mm-hmm. then you write about it. Yeah. And then some people are actually just pre-knowledgeable about certain concepts mm-hmm. and then they just really good like um IQ the author, he was a volleyball player so he knew all the volleyball. Same thing with the Tucker Avengers, took the author of Tucker Avengers was in a street gang. Yeah, so it does make sense, but some of the stuff I'm like you guys are just so smart. Like, I, I can never stop praising Oda enough for, like, just how much she has planned. Did Oda, like, travel the world before he wrote One Piece? Because I feel like... Wouldn't that be cool if I, he did? I feel like it helps to, like, like uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Baki, One mm-hmm. Piece. These are series that take place outside of Japan. Yeah. And and they have a feel, they have a feel to they it that's to. more universal. Definitely when, like... I mean, I guess the U.S. is such a big country. Do you Everybody, think help? Do you think would help your oh, I, I think it would help, like, experience. I mean, I know that's what people do. Like, artists, they go into, like, different, like, areas to really get to feel, like, okay, this is, like, mm-hmm. how this area reacts to this or that. So, yeah. I think you got to be really smart to be a manga. Like, it takes so much to be a manga. You have to have great writing, great art. I mean, you could always do artists. You could be an artist or a writer. Yeah, but. like, the, one of the most famous duos is um, the Death Note duo. But the people who, like, are good at everything, like, the writing, the character development, the planning, everything, I'm like, mm-hmm. that has to be, like, one of the hardest things to get, like, professional at. The creator of, um, the creator of Fairy Tale, he has, he is an insanely hardworking dude. Mm. He has three different mangas out right now. Fairy Tale 100 Year Quest, yeah. he, um, Eden Zero, and this new one that just debuted, like, last month, um, 
And granted, they're all kind of similar, but they're all different at the same time. Definitely Eden Zero and like Fairy Tail. There's basically characters are basically crossing over. Yeah, like Lucy is the same character. No, and the that Happy character is basically the same. I yeah, think, Happy is in it. I think it's still Happy, right? It's just Happy. Yeah, his name is just Happy. Yeah, or her name or whatever. But the new guy's pretty cool. I yeah. I don't know what the series called it. Just came out, but um, also he's doing he's also doing character and game design too. Oh, so he is a like a. Some, working some dude. people just like to stay busy, I guess. But like, how do you keep track of like all those different stories and stuff? Uh, he probably has a manager or two. Yeah, or an editor, an editor or five. He probably he probably takes months. Like, okay, this month I'm working on this story. Next Maybe. month I'm working. Yeah, that's, that's the only way. Imagine like waking up and you're like, okay, for four hours I'm gonna work on this manga. For another four hours I'm gonna work on this manga. My mm. brain would be like crossing the mangas together. Like, okay, wait, did this happen? Oh yeah. Did this happen yeah. that month? I'm sure he has a room where he has like different like boards and charts and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like different like um like sticky notes that kind of like link together like certain events or whatever yeah but um, it has to ooh, excuse me yeah me and manga has to be one of the hardest things i've always kind of thought it'd be kind of cool to discuss like manga ideas mm-hmm. like on videos and like or like short form or whatever give me a short manga idea but i was about to say that like i feel kind of nervous that someone's gonna steal it at mm. the same time they're not stealing it I, I'll, I'll tell you mine. Uh, non manga idea, manga power. Maybe like a. Sure. A maybe kind of like a Blade Blade or Yu Gi Oh situation is. Uh, I was kind of thinking about this. Sorry. I was thinking about the stupidest idea for like a power. Did system. we do this one time? I think we did interesting. Maybe maybe we did. But I was just thinking like, imagine like you get the ability of any element, but it has to currently be in your mouth. And whenever you spit it out, you don't have that ability. Like, so, like mercury? Yeah. Or you just swallow like, like uranium. Yeah, and then you just swallow it, and then you die. And then that's the end of the series. It was a very stupid one. I told you. Was that not stupid? I think it was. Put like, ice in your mouth? How would you put fire in your mouth? You know what? Low-key, those after-school Cartoon Network shows, I think it was just guys like us. Like, just coming out with these stupid ones. Yeah. Like, it was like just... Shaw and Showdown? No, that was a good one. You don't you don't fucking oh, say anything uh, bad about Sean and Sean. I didn't say that. Sorry. I, I was talking about Mucha Lucha. Uh, Mucha Libre. Yeah, Mucha Libre. No, I was talking about like the stupid like Cartoon Network after school ones. Like there was this one where like they had guns and then they put these slugs in the guns and they shot the slugs at each other. Did you ever watch that one? No. No, like after like literally from like one PM to like three PM. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even after school. It was during school Cartoon mm-hmm. Network programs. It was like they were they had to be on drugs or something. Some of those shows are like yeah, how they get passed, right? No, yeah, exactly. And like that's why they were airing from one p.m. to three p.m. before the kids even got out of school. I have a legitimate uh, story idea that I, like I do want to keep and I do want to put into like maybe create it one day. Okay, okay. I think I told you about it. It's called um, Arc Terror Combat. Remember I told you about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told yeah, me. So you don't I'll, have I'll, to because that's an idea they might steal. Okay, you so I, I have I have it written out. I have the pilot written out. Yeah, fuck you guys. I have I have it written out, mm-hmm. and I have like obviously video evidence of me talking about it. So I'll I'll, I'll give it really brief, really keep it really brief, but not but, too much details. Yeah, because they're gonna steal it. Yeah, you 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 fuckheads. Um. Oh, sorry. We're trying to get PG now, huh? Are we? We made the executive decision. We're gonna try to keep everything more PG vibe. <laughs> After the next episode, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so arc terror combat mm-hmm. is basically takes place at a high school and um it takes it resolves around like a, a couple like like a people these, these two kids who are dating and they split the power of an archangel mm-hmm. and they fight they fight demons ghouls and like spirits at at night 
and then we'll try to maintain their grades and the relationship, mm-hmm. the relationship during the day. And Michelangelo, the archangel, is their homeroom teacher. He, he's splitting their power with them. But here's the cool part. Mm-hmm. Um, in their relationship, mm-hmm. if their relationship is ever rocky or they don't ever see eye, they don't see eye to eye or maybe there's a miscommunication issue, their powers will not fully activate. Also, they their halo. They both share one halo, one half of the halo, and their halo. They they share the same bars of energy. So let's say they have like ten. Their energy is at like a hundred. Um, one person can borrow like forty percent to go fight, and one person go borrow sixty percent to go fight. Mm-hmm. And they have to work in synchronization um, yeah. to keep their powers like, going. I was trying to think of like what does that remind me of. I thought of two things. For one, I thought of Soul Eater because the partnership and stuff. I think though that's really cool because you get to work with like. These two characters kind of become like one character of like how they kind of like relate to sure, one yeah, another. Sure, yeah, a little bit, yeah. And I was also thinking about like it's kind of like in school when like you're given the the egg to parent mm. or the thing of flour to parent, yeah. and like if you don't do well, your grades going down. Sure. If she doesn't do well, yeah. your grades are going down. If you both don't do well, your both grades are going down. So absolutely, like, you are, like your performance is based off of that. I will say um, I had some inspiration from Soul Eater. It's very still very different from Soul Eater, mm-hmm. but no, um, yeah, for sure. When when Soul would play his piano and everyone got synced up to the piano, that was really cool. That and, was oh. and everyone's powers like boosted because they were like in sync with it. Mm-hmm. That was cool, right? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think um, that's like one of the coolest. I premises. drew some inspiration from that, uh, but they're not. They're separate entities. She's a long, he, he she's a long distance fighter with like a sniper and mm-hmm. like a bow and arrow, and he's up close, like like kind of like kickboxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that that would make some really dope action scenes of mm-hmm. like him just like. Bah, 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 then someone's about to stab him in the back and like mm-hmm. she shoots and like yeah. it follows her bullet all the way in exactly. then it whoops back down to her mm-hmm. it would exactly. be really cool or like we like one of the, that classic trope when he's like this to someone and then like a red like beam like goes on top of him mm-hmm. and then he's like bang and then she just shoots from behind him yeah, that would be really cool yeah so that's that that's my idea i've been sitting on it for mm-hmm. years and like i wrote a few chapters out i drew some concept art um, but yeah, I think it's a winner. I just got to really put my time into it. Yeah, I was also thinking about one I'm not going to share with you guys. It's it's pretty deep. It's, oh, is it the one that you are telling me that mm-hmm. not, not too long with ago? With the unicorns and the it, chocolate. <laughs> and they go to like a mountain made of candy? Yeah, and they Bro, go, Charlie! That, that one's, don't, don't say anything else. Are you Let's stupid? go to Candy Mountain, Charlie. You're literally giving away money. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ryan, here's the thing, man. I have to pee. Is like, it hot dog time or is it pee time? It's both. <laughs> it's hot dog <laughs> peeing time. Guys, funny story. When like back in twenty twenty, we were deciding on a on a on a podcast name or like a channel mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. We almost called it the Glizzy Experience. Honestly, I feel like we could still call it the Glizzy Experience. If I if I'm being honest with everybody, we could definitely still. One call of the this. things that stopped us was that we're like we're not sure the word Glizzy is going to be like relevant or cool in a few years. I don't think it is. I think I was right. Who says Glizzy? Like, remember back It's in, still funny, though. It still is funny, but it's not, like, relevant, you know? No one says Hobnocker normally, but, like, that's still a funny-ass fucking word. I'm so niddled. Yeah, Neevil? No, niddle. You're so nibbled. I, I bought a... I, You're serving C-word. I bought a thesaurus because I'm trying to expand my um, dictionary. So The um, vocabulary? Yeah, I'm trying to expand my vocabulary. So I bought a thesaurus, and I'm trying to use words to replace other words. So niddle means annoyed. Mm. I'm so niddled. What's the thing at the end of your of your shoelaces? Aglet. Aglet. Yeah, I watched Phineas and Ferb. I know. I know what an aglet is. <laughs> Squirrels in my pants. Squirrels. Squirrels. <laughs> All right, that's it, guys. I, I got to pee so bad. I'm about to pee on my mouth. Brady needs to pee so bad. But stick around for the extra content. I'm gonna be filming Brady pee.
You're not gonna want to miss it. It sounds just like a bacon hitting that hot ass pan. All right, bye. Bye.